guys. Today we have a very special guest, and my co-host is always Justin joining me. Hey guys, Justin Thin from Rivals.com, MSU site. So today we have special guest, five-star Mississauga Ontario prospect, Enoch Kawachi. Enoch, thanks a lot for joining us. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely, man. Let's get right into it. So, I mean, first things first, you don't often see a lot of players from Canada deciding to commit to Michigan State. So what made you decide Michigan State was the best fit for yourself? Um, just from all the unofficial visits that I took and my interactions with the coaching staff and especially Coach Izzo. And also, I've said this before, he's also uh, came down to Canada. I flew down to Canada to see me in a practice setting. And that's the first time he came down in like 20, 15 years to recruit a basketball, a basketball player from Canada. So that meant a lot to me. You know? I knew these guys were fully committed to helping me and knowing that these guys will help me get it to make it to my dreams or my goals. Yeah, definitely. I know the, the last player he uh, got from Canada was Dave Thomas. Yes. He is the current director of operations, and he won a national title. So, yes. of course, that's the goal. That's the goal for you as well. So, you mentioned uh, the unofficial visits you took. Um, are, what are some of the things on campus they really liked? Or like, what stood out about those visits? Like, what were your, some of your takeaways? Um, I just really liked um, the gym. I, I liked the gym a lot especially when I walked on the campus. Um, when I went on my first unofficial visit, I seen a, a football game, um, Michigan State. I don't remember who they're, Michigan State, I don't remember who they're reversing, but mm -hmm. just being at the football game, seeing how the fans interact with what's going on and just the atmosphere was amazing. Um, going inside um, the, some of the locker rooms and then going into the gym, seeing all the advanced technology that um, Michigan State has. It was just mm -hmm. amazing and seeing their weight room too, so... A lot, a lot had to do with me going on those visits, official visits and seeing what, what I saw just made me feel like, yo, this is the right place for me and I know I can benefit from this. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this next question you're going to get asked a thousand times, but there have been some rumblings about you potentially reclassifying to the 2020 on class. So I guess the main thing for me to ask is what would be that factor in deciding when that decision comes about for yourself? Um... To be honest, I don't know. Me and my peoples, we're still talking about it. We still got some time. And right now, it's still in the air about it. But <laughs> like I always say, as a right now, I'm staying in 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I just, yeah, I didn't know if you had like a specific factor, like, oh, like that could determine it. But that makes sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when you did um, commit, what 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 did you tell Izzo? How did he take it? What was that reaction? I know a lot of guys they remember that reaction when they tell the coach they're committing. What what was that part of it like for you? It was it was crazy. I got off the I got off the live after announcing my commitment, and then we got into a Zoom call with all of them, and just and just um, no, actually this was before I I did the commitment. I, yeah. I had to tell coaches so that I'm committing and I want to be a part of this amazing program and on the zoom call like all of them they all jumped up out of their seats their hands were in the air they all screaming and yelling and it was such it was, it was an amazing feeling just to see how happy I made them because of my decision so it was it was great yeah and the next one uh, I'm not sure if anyone's asked you this but Michigan State's had a, obviously a pretty good recruiting run the last few months to say the least yes um, were there any commits in particular that before you committed were, you know, recruited you the hardest to join the, the family? Um, no, to be, to be honest, not really. No, no, um, none of the commits that committed had, had anything to do with me committing. It was just 
it was just how um, the coaching staff was recruiting me and how I felt when I went to Michigan State. So, mm-hmm. no, not not really. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, when you committed, um, I know right after that, Magic Johnson tweeted out like a welcome welcome to MSU tweet. What was that like? Oh, I was, I think I was in my bed. I think it was around maybe twelve to almost one. And I'm just, you know, I'm in my bed getting ready to go to sleep. And yeah. I, I open my, I open Twitter, and I see, I see a tweet from Magic Johnson. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, oh my, like, like my dreams were like, you know, it, it, it didn't, it almost didn't seem real, you know. <laughs> and then yeah. I, and then I got up, and I went to go tell my mom, I went to go tell my dad. I called a couple of my friends. And I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like Magic Johnson said something about me, like a, a basketball legend. Oh, like I, I, I didn't even think that day was. I thought I was dreaming. I, I went to bed. And I thought I'm gonna wake up and decide my tweet wasn't gonna be there. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah. So I don't think I've seen anyone ask you this. So obviously you're you're listed as a center on two four seven. Yes. But what is is on the staff told you about position wise? Like, have they said you know we we're gonna play you at the five or a stretch four? So what are those um, discussions been like? Um, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't, um, we haven't talked too, too much about my position because I'm obviously thinking that I'm coming in to be a five. But I kind of heard from um, when me and my peoples and also my peoples do talk to coaches one on one. So I think I heard I might be playing a four, maybe or depends, mm-hmm. a four or or a five. So either one of those positions, I'm, I'm, I believe I could play. So, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the five. But four or five is one of them. Yeah. So then for the people that haven't watched like your tape in depth or anything, what would be um, a, pl- a pro player comparison you would give in terms of just style of play? Um, I would say I'm kind of like, a, uh, I wouldn't say old school, but I, I like aggressiveness. I, I'm not, I don't shy away from contact. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like some players that I watch, like um, I like Giannis Antetokounmpo, his aggressiveness. I like Shaquille O'Neal's is a good comparison because mm-hmm. he's very aggressive, tries to dunk everything. I tried to dunk everything. Yeah, um, Joel Embiid. I, I pride myself in my footwork because I, I pride myself on my footwork and how I move around in the basket and the paint. So those like Joel Embiid, Shaquille O'Neal, and yeah, Joel Embiid, Shaquille O'Neal. Those are kind of my comparisons that I see myself as. Okay, some some solid players. Yeah. <laughs> and to follow up on that one, what's something that you're trying to improve the most before you get to the college level? That right now you in your mind you're like I got to fix that before I get to the next level. Um, I went back to go and watch um some of uh Jen um Jen Jackson when he was at MSU, and I just noticed the way he stretched the floor with his jump shot. This guy can shoot the ball lights out from the three point line, mid range, anywhere. So, um, I I have been working on my mid range and my my three point through the pandemic. So that's something I'm trying to do work on my work on my shot and make it more consistent. So when I come in, I can completely stretch the floor. So then guys can't guard me from anywhere. I'll be unstoppable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Jaron, um, back when I used to talk to him when he was at school here, one of the things he would say is kind of what you had just said previously, where he thought he'd be coming in pretty much just as a five. Yeah. But then some conversations started happening where they wanted him to stretch the floor just so he'd be a better threat in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So he came in as a traditional five, yeah. and then Izzo wanted to add to his repertoire so he can go ahead and in the NBA. Now I think he's shooting top five and adjusted three-point efficiency. So that that's a, a great comparison to make there in terms of expanding the skill set and someone that is a really really turned into a multifaceted player. Yeah, wow, I didn't even know that. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess moving into um, some of the some of the more fun questions. Tell us, tell us what you listen to before a game. What are your top three favorite rappers? Oh man, um, I like Lil Wayne. Obviously, I said yeah. I, I like I like aggr- I'm aggressive, so I like to listen to you know rappers that are gonna get me pumped up, like Lil Wayne. Listen to some Meek Mill, and I'm not sure you guys know, but my favorite my favorite rapper is kind of like Pop Smoke. Yeah, R. Uh-huh. rest in peace. Yeah, like Pop Smoke. Um, I also listen to Jada Kiss, um, his top five uh-huh. top five Dead or Alive album. Um, definitely. Yeah, I forgot what that song was called, but yeah, definitely those are the rappers that I, I would listen to before a game. Yeah, that, those are some hard-hitting rappers. Yeah, I know, yeah. I think the yeah. the Carter Four was the first ever album I ever bought. So I, I definitely recognize the greatness there. Yeah. That, shout out to you for that one. <laughs> I can't believe um, you're from Canada. You don't even listen to the man himself. Great. Uh, <laughs> I listen to Drake, you know. Sometimes I think he's a little bit overrated. But nah, Drake, Drake, he's a GOAT. He's a GOAT. He, he's, he's done it. He put our city yeah. on the map. All right, I- I'm glad you said that at least, because C- my top three, my top three right now is probably Drake, yeah. Meek Mill, and Lil Baby. So oh. if you would have said something about something about Drake, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I like Drake. I like Drake. Obviously, I told you I was gonna ask you this, you know. Yeah. But so a few people, you know, DM me about it. So talk about is that your shoe collection that you committed the commit video? And if not, what was the what was the I guess motive to do the video behind all those shoes oh um so uh my my coach my guy who i've who you guys probably heard a lot about coach george um mm-hmm. he he used to play pro he used to play pro ball and while he was playing pro he spent a lot of money on shoes and he has a massive shoe collection so all those shoes in the background they're his shoes he has about like 700 kicks and and he he's a real retro guy he likes retro jordans and stuff like that so um, I was just, he asked me, like, where do you want to do the commitment? And we were thinking about my house, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't have as much shoes as him. I only have 40 pairs of shoes. <laughs> and, that's, and that's only from going to camps and basketball camps and stuff I've just got through just training and grinding. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it at your house. And he has, he has a massive shoe. shoe. Like, even, even what you guys saw in, um, in the commitment, there's more behind it. Like, behind mm-hmm. the, the camera, there's more. So you guys didn't see all of it. But, um, yeah, I just thought it would be a nice, a nice scenery, and mm-hmm. and um, just like even if I messed up on something or a line, I thought people would pay more attention to the shoes in the background than what I probably messed up on. So, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was <laughs> the reasons why. Yeah, I remember thinking to myself, oh my god, you know, this guy's got a literally a LeBron James shoe collection. <laughs> college, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know. I know the second I, I tuned into the live, I was like, all right, we're going to do that. He respects the shoe game. Yeah. He got some drip. All right, th- this, this is about to be a good cop. That's what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> so, so last question for me. Um, I know just another fun one that, that kids like to like to think about, especially yeah. like the editing community. What is there a certain jersey number that you're trying that you have your eye on if, if it's available? Um, to be honest, um. I don't really have a number. I used to have 13, but a lot of my, my teammates who I, who I play with, all of them like the number 13. It's a, it's a favorite number for a lot of people. So um, during the season, I ended up having to take number seven. And um, I'm not sure you know that I also found Minker when he was in Canada. He wore number seven. And I also, yeah. have, a, uh, I also have a relationship with Don Maker. So maybe mm-hmm. number seven might be my number. But um, I just told 14 because it was one up from 13 um, in the commitments. But, yeah, yeah, to be honest, probably seven would probably be the number I'll go for. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've seen you with fourteen too. That's what I was just seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got for you. Um, you you, you have any others, Justin? No, I don't. Uh, just thanks a lot for taking the time. You know, this is one of the more fun conversations that yeah. at least I've been a part of doing this. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Appreciate you guys hit, um, yep. reaching out to me. It means a lot. Yep. Thanks again, Enoch. Appreciate it as always. All right. Yo, have, have a great day. You yeah, too. you too.